Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lure, and we are all psychic. We are all psychic. This is the show. We are all psychic. We have a guest today, a very special guest named Joni. And uh, Joni, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi there, I'm Joni. That's Joni. <laughs> Joni, we have a question for you. Do you think we are all psychic? I do. I definitely mm-hmm. think that we're all psychic. Oh, yes. Please tell us about those thoughts. I feel that we all are more psychic the more that we connect to ourselves, the more we connect to learning. For me, my journey has been, and I don't think it's the same for everybody. I, my journey has been getting to know myself and what makes me tick and learning more. I don't think everybody has to go that route for me and the person that I am. I, I like to know why. I act the way that I act when certain things come up and and why certain things have affected me the way that they have, but also help me grow into the person that I am. (laughs) Love it. it. That's why I, that's why I do this. Like I've pursued any of this energy stuff, you know, like I want to find out what, what's up with me, who, what's what's going on here? What's up with this body? What's up with this head? You know, what's, yeah, that's great. That's a great answer. Why am I here? Joni is also a fellow reader, um, advice giver on the Everclear app, who is our sponsor, Everclear. She, um, is an advisor there under the name Yaya. Yaya J. That's me. Yaya J. And, um, she is here to talk to us today about, to, to all you listeners about, well, yoga and more uh she's a <laughs> yoga instructor and if you could see on zoom she has this absolutely amazing setup i can't stop staring at it you should see it i'll just I'll let you just imagine it it won't be as good as what it actually is but you can try <laughs> so Joni, tell, tell us about how you got started with yoga and what, what was the journey there oh wonderful well um i took uh, my first yoga class in my first year of college and I remember thinking to myself, like a lot of people, when I hear their first story about their first yoga class, it's not good. Mine was amazing. (laughs) I got into it and it was a teacher. It was a a kinesthetics class. So it wasn't like a gym style class or a studio style class. It was more meant for educational purposes. And it was very welcoming and inviting. And I felt connected um, to other people in a way that I had never felt before because everybody was in the class. Everybody had to pay for the class and everybody wanted to uh, participate. So it was a really beautiful experience. And I knew kind of from my first class that I wanted to share that with others. Yeah. Awesome. You're like me. I had a great first yoga experience too. That does make all the difference. It's not the gym. It's not the gym <laughs> yoga. <laughs> right? Yeah. I've so, never had one like that. I've always done the gym yoga. So I need it's to different. do something. Yeah. <laughs> it can yeah. definitely be different. I've taught for gyms before and I, you know, and I've taught for studios and then I've taught for myself. And I think it's, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, that it's really like how you click with somebody. And I think everybody clicks different ways. And I do, I, I like really hardcore yoga too. Um, but I think that you have to build yourself up to that. My big thing is all about breath and you have to breathe in every pose. Like asana actually means comfortable seat. So every pose you get in, you're supposed to kind of be comfortable. And so I laugh at me when I say that. (laughs) I understand what you mean though. You kind of just like sink into it and you're just like there or whatever the pose might be. You know, you just kind of like 
you become the pose into it. you just i don't know yeah. I, like my favorite one of my favorite poses that i learned was the warrior pose where you you have you know like and i i kind of would feel like i was in a pane of like in between two panes of glass and they were holding me up and it was like i wasn't even standing i was like right. just stuck between these two panes of glass kind of how i pictured it with the first time i did it and felt that sinking into it feeling you know what i'm talking yeah. about it's a beautiful feeling. It's absolutely amazing. And then you just learn how to, you know, utilize your muscles to really maximize your energy and right. work with it instead of trying to fight against it, which is what happens a lot. Um, and, you know, specific kinds of we're trying to keep up with everybody or we're trying to keep up with the teacher and it's going too fast and we get worried. And so we frustrate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And everybody loves to do a downward dog in front of everybody else. You know, <laughs> that's always a lot of fun. Jim, <laughs> I know. But uh, tell us about your technique. Like if you were to offer us a yoga session right now, what would it be like? Um, well, my techniques usually go somewhere between the, it, it depends. So my technique's definitely different for everybody. And I kind of go through a few beginning stretches so I can kind of see where a person might have some limitations or flexibility problems or even just posture problems. Cause a big part of it is also just the posture. And yes. That's me. Right? Yeah. Because that's me. Instead of, uh, and, and hunched over and our shoulders are forward and we're typing on computers and we're looking down at our phones and so that's like one of the main beginner things, <laughs> the beginner things that I look at. And, and that's one of the first things that I start with. So like when it's a private session that I'm doing with somebody, that's the first thing that I do. So it builds up from there. But if it's like a group class, I try to include everybody and kind of start with traditional sun salutations and then kind of see where everybody in the class is and then build from there, depending on, you know, their limitations on where I'm going to go in the class. Like if I'm going to be doing warrior twos or if I'm going to be doing some more down dogs and child's poses instead. Okay. So you can cater it to that person's energies that you're working with. So if you have classes, how how do you adapt for every, uh, all the individuals who are in there? Because right now you said you're doing some small classes where in this outside area you have. Yeah. So I have very small group classes now. And when I do bigger classes, that's kind of what I try to do is, is kind of like see everybody. And if I see one person can't get down to their knees very well, or if one person can't fold over very well, for instance, if somebody can't reach over and touch their toes, coming from a down dog position and stepping forward with a foot, it's going to be a challenge, like more of a challenge for them. So either I'm going to make sure that we have blocks and I'm going to talk to them about hiking their leg forward, or I might just start in mountain pose and step back instead, because that will make it more um, available for everybody. And so everybody can kind of feel included, especially if there's beginners in the class, because I really try to make it to where people feel comfortable because I worry about people having that first bad experience. again. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That sounds delightful. I so want to come. We're going to New Orleans, Misty. We're going to New Orleans. I'm ready. <laughs> By the way, everybody, as Joni's in New Orleans, and there's nothing wrong with going to New Orleans ever. <laughs> no, I love New Orleans. Yeah, wrong time to go to New Orleans. It's just it's fun. World. Um, so when with with yoga, and you you had mentioned this in the beginning, like the, when bringing the energy into the body and and relief releasing, like explain that more. Like how does that work for you, and how do you teach it to your? Oh, very good. Um, so uh, with energy work and with the things that I've learned, because I started doing my readings with after I got my studio, I had already I'd always been attracted to runes and astrology and yeah, yeah. Readings about six, re- six years ago and really started 
diving into that and found just so much love in how guidance could be given, right? And I had already yes. felt guidance from the body in the sense of, I believe that whenever I have problems with my stability and I can't balance, that there's probably some stuff going on in my root chakra and I need to maybe figure out, and it's not like I always figure things out because I'm still human. And a lot of times to be able to take the time to figure things out, <laughs> easier said than done, right? Especially when it comes to the root chakra. <laughs> <laughs> very, very okay. true. I've been working on and that one um, a good bit more lately since everything's been throwing, you know, throwing me for a loop. My studio closed down last year and I had to completely change everything around. But that's also how the energy of yoga has helped me because I've, I've had people come to my new space that I had to build and, and, you know, completely change everything. And they're like, wow, Joni, I can't believe that you just like you closed down your studio. And within a month, you already had a new space. You were already working in your new space. And I'm like, you got to You got to deal with what life has given you. I mean, you can't. I'm not going to crawl into a hole for too long <laughs> or, or, or try not to, but I'm going to actually try to flourish with what, what I've been given. And I'm going to always try to do that. So I feel like yoga's kind of always been a part of my life energetic wise, not just posture wise, because from a young age, I always tried to be positive and uh, tried to make do with what I had. <laughs> you did, you did well, well. I, I would imagine, yeah. I would imagine too, that you were bored, you know, and you needed to keep yourself busy. You know, I'd what like I mean? to move Since your yoga instructor. Doing... You want to move, yeah, 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 yeah. So that gave you a purpose too. Oh, I've always got lots of energy. Too much most of the time. <laughs> we talk about all those hands <laughs> in the pot. Yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, oh, you know, no, yes. You mentioned the breathing, the prana. That's what I learned a lot about in yoga. Was prana? Do you teach yes. that to your students about the breathing, the prana? Can you tell the listeners about that? Because I did a really rudimentary explanation of it in another podcast, but I'm sure you can do a great job with that. Oh my gosh, yes, I can. I can. I can do. Um, I can actually like do a little demonstration <gasps> for one, and I can explain it too. When you go to the doctor's office and they put the stethoscope on the back and in the front, and they're like, "Take a deep breath." I'm always asking the doctor, do you really want me to take a deep breath? Because my deep breath will last like a minute. So, my heart really stops beating, doc. <laughs> very slow, deep breath. I love it. And, um, there's, um, there's belief in the, in the form of prana that the, the longer breath that you have, you're actually extending your life. You're, the, the shorter breaths that we take, we're using up our energy. We're using up our life force. And so if we are allowing ourselves to find a little bit more calm through the chaos, then we're giving ourselves longer lives and giving ourselves the ability to you know, be a little less stressed, which in turn leads to all kinds of better health benefits. Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, when you think about the body, the body's really neat with the, with the lungs because we breathe in and we breathe out and our ribs actually, they, they pull apart from each other and they knit back together whenever we breathe. So if we are sitting tall and taking a deep breath in and out through our mouth, our nose, because that's also one of the processes of breathing. There are some techniques of pranayama where you breathe out through your mouth or you breathe with <laughs> kind of breath. Um, but it's all different. Mm, yeah. So I, I go with traditional of just trying to breathe in on a four count trying to hold in for a two count, breathing out for a two count, a four count, and then holding that out for a two count. So it's this four part breath of learning how to, because when you're laying down and sleeping at night, 
that's what happens. Like you, you see your belly rise and fall and you hear somebody breathe and it's nice and fluid and you will hear a pause after the inhale and exhale because that's natural for us when we're in a relaxed state. Um, oh, wow. That's what that's I was cool. doing. Don't want to take a deep breath with me. Yes, I am already doing it. Didn't you notice? I was like, oh, I can't blow out into my microphone. I was like, oh. <laughs> I wanted to, because you, uh, you were doing it. And I was like, I'm getting in. I'm just finding myself sitting straight. And yes, let's do it. I know. <laughs> awesome. I know. Uh, I'm ready. All right, cool, cool. All right, so I typically will say to try to get comfortable. Make sure you're able to sit with your shoulders aligned over your, your shoulders aligned over your hips. And then here's the big one, the ears over the shoulders, because most of us actually have our shoulders far jutted forward because our heads are yep. jutted because we're just used yep. to that. Yep. So really taking the back of the head and pushing it back, reaching the crown of the head up. And then as we inhale, we inhale on the count of four through the nose. We hold for two. Exhale on the count of four. Hold for two. Inhale. Hold, exhale, hold, and you continue on that cycle, and you allow yourself (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was feeling good. I was there, man. That was awesome. Yeah. It didn't take long, did it, Lisa? (laughs) It was, oh, man. I I have a short, I breathe really shallowly. I just have this habit of breathing really, like, quietly and shallow breaths yeah I don't know why a lot of people do thoracic breathing is like the common it's it's the most common breath because we're just not used to it and we're we're always rushing in this world that we live in we're (laughs) yeah that's true yeah that was nervous so much I mean that that yeah yeah, when you get nervous that's a really good point Misty when you get nervous if you can yeah if you can recall that breathing stuff that that really helps with being nervous too that's a great very true Yes, y'all can sign in and do a couple deep breaths before before your podcast. You can say thank yeah, you, Zoe. We'll you reminded us we need to do this. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll, we'll pull up the audio. We do. We'll clip that audio and just play it every before every podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm up. I'm, I'm up, up for it. <laughs> well, I just feel so. I'm peaceful. sitting I have no better questions. already. <laughs> yeah, Missy. Oh, I love it. Very good. I just feel great too, Missy. Do you have any questions right now? Because I feel so like relaxed that I can't yes, think of it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, <laughs> so how how do you um, intertwine with your yoga and the card readings? Like, how oh. do you put both of those into your readings? Oh, very good question. Um, sometimes I would have, like, people pull a card before class, and oh. um, that's always really neat, like, because sometimes it'll be oracle cards or it'll be a traditional tarot deck. And then uh, sometimes when I'm doing Reiki sessions, I'll do like a whole reading before I do a Reiki session, which will kind of give insight into what the person might need to work on energetically to pull in. So I really get, I really like that. And most of the time before an actual like physical class, I'll do like a little reading from typically it's like three different Oracle decks. And I use one because it's, um, it's a surrender Oracle deck. And then I do another one that's called a journey oracle deck. And then another one that's an activation yoga de- uh, oracle deck. And so I'll pull a card from each of those just to bring, bring in a guided message for the class. Because at the beginning of a lot of classes, you'll hear people do little talks or uh, like last night, it was all about trust. And I was talking about um, the oracle card that I pulled was 
surrender to your ability to trust that you are guided and you are supported and it could not have been more spot on for me and for some of the people in the class yeah. and everybody the same way but uh it's really neat wow. yeah that's, that's i think that's awesome yoga. That, i'm serious about driving to new orleans i'm getting more and more serious about it <laughs> come down and visit me y'all could come do a class with just me i, I know we can take a road but, trip missy sometime maybe we can do it maybe, maybe that would maybe be so school's fun out. after school's out we can yes i love it yeah. I have, I, yeah, the, I have friends in New Orleans. We can do it. I would love seeing anyway. Well, so, <laughs> I, I love the fact that you do intertwine both because I really think that they're both kind of made for each other. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they think, well, yoga is exercise and, and it does <laughs> me good. But you know what? It's so much more than that. And you bring it in with the cards and, you know, it's so funny the way you said that you did that reading for from different decks, because I did that to Lisa on a reading one time, and she was like, "I've never seen that done." Well, no, no, it's, <laughs> and I it just it came done, natural. Not, Misty you know? was just learning tarot, and she just naturally didn't have any restrictions on herself. She didn't oh, put wow. them on herself. Like you have to use this deck, and you have to. She didn't do that. She just intuitively, you know, gathered different cards from different decks that she had. <gasps> perfect reading. I mean, it was like. Psh- you know, she's got it yeah. naturally. So, yeah. yeah. I think everybody does, though. You know, it's just a little guidance. Maybe it helps a lot to have guidance to get rid of that yes. self-doubt. Yeah. And I true. bet. And also with yoga, a lot of people go have never done it before, especially or, or just starting out. They have a lot of, you know, insecurities about not doing it right. Very true. You're supposed to do it yes. right. You know, if you don't do it right, you won't. It doesn't work. But they, they, it's a mindset, you right. know. And, and I'm sure, like, if I walked into that area, I would just be like, I, I don't mind if I don't do it right. I think it's just gonna be okay right here. You know, it's like <laughs> where you are and your energy and everything. I would feel comfortable. Aww, I would feel really comfortable you. with that. And that's what's just a great setting. That. I would too. It, it makes a big difference when you know. I uh, might start that structure. at home. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm guiding on your YouTube. Oh, by the way, where? What is the name of your YouTube channel? She had told us that she has a YouTube ah, channel. Tune in, gets, yeah, yeah. Yes, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'll put that in the description for you guys so you can check. That's out her so videos. funny. I love it. Uh, uh, <laughs> My so grandson excited. calls me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a yeah. I already knew I was gonna be a yeah, yeah a long time ago. It's actually the Greek word for grandma, and I'm a big Greek mythology and all. Yeah, mythology that's why I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. I thought of the Yaya yeah. sisterhood. Yes, that's why I, was <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, I'm not going to be grandma. I'm not going to be called grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, yeah, mind that so much. It's just Yaya yeah, yeah, it, sounds so wise. Yaya yeah, yeah, does sound wise. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds like a like a simple but deep wisdom, you know, it's like both. <laughs> it's fun too. It's fun to yeah. And it's such, it's fun when you hear that little <laughs> voice, that little three-year-old voice that says, yeah, yeah. And not only can they go to the, your YouTube channel to find out um, how you instruct yoga and things that you can do, um, just listening to the podcast, what would you advise people who don't know about yoga? What would you advise them to learn or find out or, you know, exper- oh. experiment for themselves at home other than your That's channel? A good question. question. I, I would, my biggest thing would, would say learn to sit still and breathe. Um, because really I actually had somebody ask me one time and I like that you said something kind of about that a while ago. And I don't know if it was you, Missy or you, Lizzie. 
Lisa. Lizzie. I'm going to put your Z's of your last name in your first name. Uh, but that is one of the biggest things that you can learn to do is be able to sit still. So somebody in class asked me once, um, if I just sit in child pose the whole time in a class, is that still considered yoga? And I'm like, and you're going to hear different things from different people, right? You're going to hear different things because we all have a different mentality about of what course. things are. Um, but I said, well, 100% yes. If that's where you're comfortable and you're sitting there and you're breathing. Now, if you fall asleep, that's okay. It's not necessarily yoga anymore if you're not actually <laughs> alert and aware. But I mean, it's still, if that Agreed. actually gets you to sleep, then, you know, that's okay. But be mindful that that's, that's you want to sit still, learn to breathe deeply and be aware of your surroundings. Just so, And that's where the energy comes in. You connect with the energy around you. And yes. Uh, it's a beautiful thing when you can do that. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. That's really wonderful. It, it is. But, and that's the problem that I have is like, I have no quiet time. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. You know, we've got, you know, kids running around the house and, you know, all these things that we have to do. And there's nowhere where I can have peace for just a few minutes. You know, I need to, to learn to figure that out and find a way to do that. What's exactly. interesting is, is that technique you're talking about. I have a hard time sitting still, so I'm trying really hard right now to. <laughs> because like you, when you talk, like, as you're really, I can tell you're a good instructor because as you tell things, like, I want to do them. I don't feel like I have to or anything. I just like, as you said, this to sit still, and I just felt like doing that. I felt like it. You made me want to try it, and I, I need mm-hmm. to calm my mind and slow down and, and observe, absorb my mm-hmm. environment more instead of just shutting it out and, and being up in my head. You know, right. and, and that does connect yes. me to other people. And um, and also it's a kind of a way to take a time out from everybody. If, if if you're around people, you can close your eyes. And like what you just said, you can do that and you yes. know, breathe and, and slow yourself down and just listen to all the chaos and don't yes. be a part of it, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Walk it out. That's, that's a good experience because it helps you practice for whenever you're you're being um almost um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, uh, oh, I can't think of the word. Demolished. Of that will Smashed <laughs> in the face. Uh, bar fight. I'm Pushed trying. to the edge. <laughs> yeah. Pushed yeah. to the edge. Yeah. Like when you're being uh, called, you're being beckoned to be part of the, the chaos. And it's a good <laughs> experience. And I was actually saying that earlier when I when I had a session with somebody and I was telling her, I was like, you know, whenever you're called, you're going to have that devil. That devil's going to be here 20 years from now. So even though you've practiced on setting your boundaries and you've practiced on not but being alert and being not active, it's still going to happen from time to time. So you just got to allow yourself to be human and, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay to That's be good human. advice. <laughs> Thank <you>. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I don't feel like I'm human half the time. And when I am, it's like my body. And then, and like, I really, it's funny because the podcast we had last yesterday with, uh, we had a podcast yesterday with a dear friend of mine in Serbia. She talked about, the physical, always, you know, working on your physical body, really helping with the energy. So it's really great to talk about this today. And yeah. it's, a, it's a message to me. That it I need is. to start working on my body more and moving more. And I've, I've, yeah, I've got me like too. right now. I can move other things. Like she said, you know, I can move yeah. and breathe even, even just holding the breath and doing the breathing. You've just reminded me of so much that I have like left like in the back seat, you know, yeah. in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank me you too. for that. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That. And um, do you have any other last advice for the listeners or anything? Uh, you want to tell them where they can find you? Oh, um, um, like my website or? Everything, anywhere you <laughs> would like them to find you. you know I mean? Oh, boy. 
Well, we, we, yes. So I guess my last advice would be that if you do try something that you would consider yoga and it doesn't work, try something else and then try something else. There's got to be some kind of, because I think yoga is in anything that we do. It's not necessarily the postures, but it's more of the mindset. It's more of paying attention to our energy and our bodies and what's going on in our bodies and how we can maybe try to heal some of the things that are going on in our bodies. And then, um, and as you continue to do that, you'll, you'll find some peace, I hope, because that's what I want for everybody is to find something that does something for them that is good for them and that helps them to find healing and peace and harmony. Because I really think that's what we're all meant to be here to do. Um, I agree. (laughs) So that would be my last advice. Um, To find me, uh, the TuneIn Yaya on YouTube, uh, my website is www.yayaforyoga.com. And so that's got basically all of my other information. uh, (laughs) She's on Everclear Advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths. And she is Yaya J. I got it. Oh, I remember something. So Yaya J. And I highly recommend her. And I recommend anyone on Everclear, actually, because everybody I've talked to has been incredible. Oh, I love that. um, Yeah. And and, uh, Misty, do you have any last words for the listeners? I'm just ready. Like I'm ready to get off the phone and look up this site and do this. <laughs> so like right now. Me too. So I, I gotta go. Love it. We might do that <laughs> <gotta> together. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like, get back on Zoom and put our YouTube on, and yeah, we might. Yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you so much, Joni. It's been Thank you. Wonderful to meet you and, and listeners. Aww. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'll put the descriptions to where they can meet you and your Everclear number in there. So if they want to like go ahead and have a cl- direct call with you, they can when you're logged in. And um, like I said before, thank you, listeners. And thank you, Joni. Thank you, Misty. <laughs> thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Y'all. Bye.